This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. If you're a business owner or executive level leader looking to advance God's kingdom at work, sign up for one of their 2019 workshops at www.kingdomatwork.com slash events. Kingdomatwork.com slash events. Hey, welcome to I Work Room this afternoon. Gave Martha the afternoon off as she crams for the year end. We had to give her a time out. Maybe she'll call in and say hello to us during the show today, but she's fast at home just getting us ready for a year end. Big announcements for next year. Some big year and stuff that we're trying to get done. Hey, we want to thank you for tuning in all over Tampa Bay, all over Lakeland, all over Jacksonville, and uh, Carrollton, Georgia, and Folkestone, Georgia, and St. Augustine, Florida. We're so grateful that you guys are tuning in today. Just know that we've got a really special show ahead today for you. And I got a special announcement from our Lakeland for our Lakeland listeners after the bottom of the half hour, so make sure you stay tuned in. You know, the evening local TV news... Who even watches it anymore? You know, it's all about who killed who, who attacked who, who drove their car into a local restaurant. Nothing but negative, dark, sinister, downright awful. So awful. Martha and I actually canceled cable TV because I just couldn't take any more nightly news. But wait, wait, wait. Did you know that there's one local newscaster, news reporter, he gets to focus on the good news happening all around us here in Tampa Bay, all around us in Florida. In fact... It's his job. He actually gets to highlight good news. It's his job. Finding good feeling, community blessing, make you feel good, warm, and friendly kind of stories. Stories that remind you that the world isn't all bad and that sometimes news can be good. And when you realize that Florida is not a mess, even though that's what the national news tells us each and every day. Today, we've got Bobby Lewis on air with us. Bobby Lewis is a three-time Emmy Award-winning journalist, and he broadcasts right here in Tampa on WTSP Channel 10. Bobby Lewis, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you, man. Hey, I'm sorry that your wife couldn't be here. I'm probably not as pretty as her, but I hope that I can at least fill in a little bit for her. I, I, I don't know well, if I, I can do it right. but I, I, was told, <laughs> I was told that I had a face for radio, but you're on TV, so I, I, I don't know about that. You know, Bobby, I, I loved your book, Thank Finding you. Joy Beyond, Beyond the Headlines. We're going to talk about that today. But what we always do with every first-time guest on the show, we want to talk about Jesus. Yeah. And because I believe that each one of us who have a story, who have encountered Christ, have a unique story. And everybody needs to hear those unique stories because every one of us has a different kind of relationship with God, all made possible because of what Jesus did on the cross. So how did you become a follower of Jesus? Well, I think the church was just kind of always what we did, you know. And uh, I know sometimes that can become complacent for some people, but not for me. I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the uh, togetherness, the, the unity, the family, the community. Uh, went to church uh, at the church where my grandparents participated in the choir and, and the music program for 50 years. They missed like one Sunday a year for 50 years at Pasadena Community Church in uh, Gulfport, St. Pete area. And so sure. I just grew up going to church. Uh, 1985, I was uh, the live nativity baby Jesus, uh, four months old on the stage. So, I mean, I, I've been around church for a little while. Did you um, sign, do you sign autographs now because I, of that? Well, not for that. No, I don't. No? Okay. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but it's it's always been something ingrained into my family. I appreciate my parents for that. Uh, I think that parents have a huge role in the lives, and especially the spiritual maturation of their kids. And uh, it's always been something that was, you know, ingrained in me, and uh, I'm doing it with my kids now. It's, it's, I think it's the most important thing you can do. But there's still a point in our lives as we get into our teen years where we say, where, where we say I know that's mom and dad's faith, yeah. but I want to make it my faith. Mm-hmm. What was that point in time for you? You know, it's one of those things where when I got into the the ability to think for myself, you know, I was a little bit older, you know, mom and dad let you have some freedom. Maybe it's 14, 15, 16 years old, go off and play high school sports and do those sort of things. 
you got to pick a lane. You know, are you going to try to do your best to do what the world says? Try to do your best to fit in with all them and be popular, whatnot? Or are you going to do what God says? And are you going to try to strive after what He has for your life? And I found very early on in my life that that was going to be the right path for me. I, fifth grade, went to uh, Bible camp, sleepaway Bible camp, and uh, you know, ended up giving my life to Jesus there. Fifth grade is kind of early on in life, but it was never a question for me. You know, I'd seen so many examples in my life of what a godly influence can have on young people, specifically the people in my family, and, and it was something that I, I never wavered from. And now, as I've gotten older, I've seen that to be a, a very smart decision. You know, I, I can fall back on my faith now whenever things get a little hairy, and uh, it, it really never fails. And I, that's what I tried to put into this book, is that you, know, you may have this overwhelming avalanche of negative news that comes your way every day. Now we get it on cell phones, now we get it on the internet, you get it on TV always. You know, just because that type of stuff happens, you have a rock to fall back on. If you want it, you can lean on God, and, and God will get you through those tough times. Hmm. I, I love that, and I and I love the fact that as a fifth grader, you got it. It took me till the end of seventh grade till I finally got it, but it was one of those things where at that point in time, I stopped making really stupid decisions. So you yeah. were able to stop making stupid decisions earlier on in life. Well, fewer. Fewer, fewer I guess. Right. Well, okay, fewer, <laughs> right. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, you've got you've got a wife and some kids. You want to you give a shout out to those kids today? I do. Because a... you never get to do that when you're on TV. Like, hi, honey. You don't get to do that? No, they, they watch, and they're like, hey, where am I? You know, that that type of thing. They're, my kids are little. My, my wife and I will celebrate 10 years of marriage this coming 4th of July. So that's very exciting. That's our anniversary date. And uh, we've got little kids. My daughter, Ava, is seven. Uh, she's in homeschool, loves it. And my little son is Easton. He's three. And uh, he uh, kind of disrupts homeschool sometimes. But it's great. We, we have a great little family. I would imagine. And Jocelyn's your wife's name. Yes, Jocelyn. Right. Mm -hmm. Jocelyn. I'll say it just like Justin, but without yes. the T. Got it. Okay. So I took Jocelyn. Yeah, right, we, met, uh, we met at a college Christmas party. Um, actually, it was hosted by um, Idlewild Christian Church over there, uh, Idlewild Baptist Church in Tampa. They we met a at a Christmas party. Christ yeah. uh, college Christmas group or a college group up there. They yeah. Was, what's it? What do they call that? They call it the tree is the what tree. it was called then. Yeah. yeah. Actually, still... I went to the Christmas party to meet another girl and met my wife instead. So it worked out really well. It was good. <laughs> I have heard that that is one of the greatest single hangouts for Christ followers in Tampa Bay, is well, the tree for at Idlewild. My wife and I actually met uh, a, a young couple in the church that we attend now, and uh, we were just chatting with them. And so, how'd you meet? And they said, oh, well, we met in college at this you know, college Christmas party. And I said, you're kidding. Which one? And they said it was you know, Jake English's party, and we got married, too. I said, you guys are the exact same people as us. You're just 10 years younger. <laughs> it was actually really funny. So let's just talk about where you are today. Yeah. You're, you're a TV news. Do, they call, do you consider yourself a reporter, a broadcaster? What do, what do you call yourself? Journalist, TV journalist? What do you call yourself? The fancy TV term is multi-skilled journalist, which is you know essentially just this pretty term that says you shoot, you write, you edit, you do it all and present it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a fancy term for saying you get to do it all yes. and somebody else gets a credit sometimes. But you get, okay, so you're doing the video. Yeah, you're doing the editing. Mm -hmm. you, you're doing the writing of the questions. You, yeah, you, reporter, photographer, drums, guitar, vocals, the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. One man band. Wow, you've been doing your own background music. I like yeah, that. All right. Yeah. But at what point in time in your life did you realize that your work matter to God because you didn't initially want to be a TV reporter. You want to be in sports. Yeah, I, I was in sports for a long time. I, I did sports for the first uh, four, five, six years of my career and loved it. I was in three different states, did sports at all different levels, all the way from high school as high as, you know, Major League Baseball playoffs, you know, Final Four. I mean, it's, as many levels of sports as you could be in, and I loved it. But I found that doing those sports stories really only benefited me. You know, we, we love the lightning and the bucks in this area, and Absolutely. people go and they, they enjoy every second of those games. And I love Steven Stamkos, he's a great guy. I love going to, to talk to Gerald McCoy and these players. But in the end, it was just 
me and those guys, and we were just chatting in the locker room. And at the end of the day, I, I did this story, and it only really impacted a small niche part of the community. Whereas now, if I do these types of stories that pump Jesus into the community, it it has the ability to impact a lot more people, and and in a positive way. You know, if you're doing a great story on the Bucks, great. Bucks fans love it, but. At the end of the day, it, it's over, and it really doesn't leave any kind of mark. These stories now, when you have a chance to inject Jesus into the conversation on the newscast every night, subtly, but still do it. Sure. I think that you have a much greater influence on people in a positive way, which is what God wants from us. You've written this book, Finding Joy Beyond the Headlines, Bobby Lewis. You have this book that's, that really captures just a few of the stories. I mean, you've been doing the, yeah. the Finding Joy Behind the Headlines. You're on the road segments for how many years now? It's be the fourth year coming yeah. up. How many times a week does that air on Channel 10? It's four days a week. So four uh, days a week. Four you different find stories. Great yeah. stories every... Yeah, they air uh, about 10 till 6 every night, 5.50, and uh, it's just uplifting. Really, if I had to sum it up, it'd be people doing the right thing for the right reason. You know, people that don't necessarily get the pat on the back they deserve, but need to get it from time to time because they're doing something to impact others around them. They're being the hands and feet of Jesus. They, they are fulfilling that love thy neighbor command that we have. And I think that the people that oftentimes don't get that pat on the back are the ones that deserve it the most. And so that's what we try to do with the segment every day. So 5.50 every afternoon on Channel 10, mm-hmm. you get to do it. Now, what if people are still in their car, they're stuck on the Howard Franklin, and they're stuck in traffic in Brandon, or they're, they're somewhere else? And it, How can they tune in to see that? Is there a place online they yeah, can see yeah. those things? They're all posted online. It's WTSP.com, as in Water Tampa St. Pete, WTSP.com. You can check them out there. And uh, smile a little bit today. That'd be fantastic. We're talking with Bobby Lewis. He wrote a book, Finding Joy Beyond the Headlines, but he gets to do this every day on his On the Road segment. If you've not seen Bobby Lewis on TV, you have missed something because he gets to bring the positive news. He gets to highlight the stories that don't often get highlighted. I mean, how many of you have stopped watching TV news because of it's just... Ah. Yeah, yeah. I have that conversation with people every day. And I'll just normally go up and say, hey, how you doing? Do, do you get a chance to see the segment? And they'll say, oh, we don't watch because it's too depressing or there's too much crime. And that's a very common conversation. I think people really are starving for something positive in their life. And they don't necessarily equate the evening news with positive. But there are plenty of good news stories happening. We just got to give it to them. Right. And and there are certain news agencies in this town that do a better job than others. But it is, it seems like people, I don't know, at some point we all got to get tired of the gore and just the horrible pictures. Yeah. It's like, let's talk, because we know that for every bad thing going on, there's probably 99 and a half really good things. Yeah. We're just going to highlight. There's cool stuff going on all the time. We hear the outlier. Uh, you know, you hear about the one interaction with the police officer that didn't go well today, but there were 10,000 that went really well. And in fact, there were probably a lot of interactions with police officers that were life changing, you know, but you don't always hear about those things. Yeah, we've got to fix that. So you've got the coolest job on planet Earth because you get to highlight the good stories, the joy beyond the headlines on your On the Road segments on Channel 10 at 5.50 p.m. Yep. Eastern. But people could also go to Channel 10 and look you up, Bobby Lewis, and see some of your On the Road segments because yeah. they're out there on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to do it all. You're, 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 finding the, you're finding the subject matter. Mm-hmm. So you're doing the interviews. You're doing the video. You're editing the video. I mean... That's that's a lot. I know what it's like on the radio side. You have to get and you have to look good too. Well, I try. You have hair though, so it's good. <laughs> I do have hair. You got good hair. So that's a good thing. You got hair. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let, let's talk about this. You decided to write write this book. Mm-hmm. What what made you decide to put this stuff in writing? Because you're a video guy. You're a yeah. TV guy. Why'd you put it in writing? Well, I don't even like to read books necessarily. I, I've never been someone who read books just for enjoyment. Uh, you know, it was something that I would do occasionally, uh, but it's not something that really was 
part of my daily routine. And so I was on vacation. So you don't read your Bible on a daily Well, book? that is the only book. Okay, really. I just want to catch on that one. Yeah, okay. that one good. That's a okay. good book. Read that one. Uh, but the but just for pleasure and, and picking up a book off the shelf at Barnes & Noble, I just didn't really do that. And so I'm sitting on the porch in uh, North Carolina. Family's got a cabin up there, uh, 2017. And uh, we're sitting up there on vacation. And uh, I, as clearly as I've ever felt or heard uh, God's presence in my life, I, I clearly heard, you need to write a book. And that's not something that I wanted to do. Uh, I, I don't have a ton of free time. You know, the, the TV job is, is demanding on your time. Um, then I'll, I'll go home and we've got my wife and two kids. I want to spend time with them. You yeah, know, seven-year-old wanna... and a three-year-old. Yeah. They're, they're active. Yeah, and, and I want to spend time. She was doing ballet and gymnastics. I want to see those things. I didn't have what I thought to be enough time to properly write out a book. Plus, I thought it would be something that no one would want to care about or read about. I, I just didn't feel like I had enough for someone to want to read about, which is weird because I convince people all the time on TV that their story is worth sharing. And so it was weird to feel like my stories weren't sh- uh, shareable. And I very clearly felt God say, you need to write about this and remind people that I'm doing great stuff right there next to them all day long, but they're not looking for it. Well, and what's different about the book versus what people are going to see on TV is you're able to go all out Jesus on this. Thing. Yeah. You're able to share your faith throughout the whole thing. And what I loved about it is that you, you shared the stories, you honored those stories, mm-hmm. and there's tons of them in the book, but then you also added the Bobby Lewis perspective. I mean, yeah. you got you got some great sections in there. I mean, you got a section, I, I highlighted, I mean, you got one on money, you got one on hardships, one on roadblocks, on yeah. bless, on the blessing of giving, and there's, and there's several, I'm like, here's a little... Bobby Rant here for a second, or a Bobby John. I, I yeah. love that. And you threw in the scriptures that are applicable for every chapter. I mean, it's it's really a nice read because it Thank was you. the positive stuff. Yeah, I think that uh, so often, uh, especially now, because our news cycle is so short and our attention spans are even shorter, uh, that we just get peppered all day long with these little BBs of negativity all day long. You know, if you said you grew up in Minnesota. You get the snow report, right? Oh, Every yeah. day. If, if you are... If you're sitting there and you're uh, and you're waiting for an avalanche to come and wipe you away, it's probably not going to happen. But every day, if you get hit with a snowball in the face, after a while, you're going to just think, man, there's nothing good going on. It, it, it's not an avalanche that takes you down. It's the little tiny things every day. So how? Let, let's just talk about a little adversity in your life. So you come out all Jesus in his book, Finding yeah. Joy Beyond the Headlines. Did you get any garbage from the people that you broadcast with every day? Did anybody say, Bobby, come on? You know, I mean, the no. stories. On, I mean, anybody, nobody give you a hard time? No, I, I would hope that by now, um, anybody who spends any considerable amount of time with me knows that, you know, I'm, I'm not someone who is going to sugarcoat the, the world. You know, I, I, there's bad stuff going on, but I've, I've got a strong enough, hopefully strong enough reputation through faith that people are not going to question where I'm coming from on, on any kind of spiritual, scriptural matter. And so I didn't really get any pushback, but even if I had, that wasn't going to, you know, keep me from writing what I felt like God commanded me to do. When I'm sitting on the porch in North Carolina, it wasn't, hey, go write a book and write a book about growing vegetables. Like, he wasn't going to ask me to do something that I wasn't capable of doing. So he asked me to write a book about something I feel like I know, which is how to find God's presence in our lives all around us, even if it seems hidden. And I don't think anybody would have been surprised by me injecting scripture into the book, because I see it happen in day-to-day life. You know, uh, God calls all these things that happen around us, um, you know, on purpose, but he says he's, his invisible qualities are on display for all of us to see. You know, the rocks cry out to him. You know, every, everything right. in life around us is put there on purpose by God. You know, you were created, Ephesians 2.10, one of my favorite verses says, you are God's masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do the amazing things he's planned for you long ago. So I don't think this was a surprise to anybody that I'd want to talk about the good things God's doing and inject scripture because 
anyone who's gotten a chance to know me knows that's just the way I live my life day to day. We're talking about Bobby Lewis today. He wrote this book, Finding Joy Beyond the Headlines. Where does he get to put those headlines? Channel 10 every night at 5.50 p.m. right here in Tampa Bay on WTSP yeah. Channel 10. Okay, so, you know, I love, you broke this book up into seven sections. And yeah. that was kind of funny. So the person, our, our mutual friend that said, hey, you need to interview Bobby Lewis. You need to read his book. Said, and, he, and, he put this, and he puts it, and he, and he put these like seven sections, kind of like some some Bible principle kind of things. And, and, yeah. and you and him, you're kind of like similar guys. I mean, I, I, I love that. <laughs> so why the seven, why the seven different sections? Tell us what they are and, and why did you choose those? Yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, there's seven principles that I found important. The things that we go over in the book are ambition, joy, thankfulness, blessing, love, giving, and perseverance. And there are many, many biblical principles that are spoken about in the Bible. There's all kinds of stuff that you would consider to be important uh, on a macro level. But those are the seven that I really thought of uh, that needed to be highlighted. Because without ambition, you're not going to get any joy. Without any ambition, you're not going to get the blessing. Without any giving, you're not going to have blessing. And then you won't have any thankfulness. And without being able to persevere over something, you won't be able to see the thankfulness in your life. And so all these things tie together. And of those seven biblical principles I found important, I was able to take four real-life television interactions that I had with people and share their real stories in those chapters. So there's four ambition stories. There's four joy stories. Thankfulness, joy, blessing, all the way down the line. And so in the stories, there's 28 people that have had God show up in their life in a very real, powerful way, and we get to weave their stories in with this book. And I, I found it to be powerful writing it, and I hope the people that read it are you know totally inspired by the stuff that's actually happened in their backyard. How do people find get a copy of the book? You can check it out, findingjoybeyondtheheadlines.com. It's the name of the, the book. That's the website to go to. And the coolest part about the website, findingjoybeyondtheheadlines.com, is that when you go to that, it's broken down by chapter, and you can actually watch the TV story that corresponds to the person in the book. So if you read about John Joyce and you want to hear how he ended up having this incredible interaction with someone that got him a truck to continue his life, you can watch the story that aired on the TV station. So it's for the next cool. edition, for the second edition of Finding Joy Beyond the Headlines, just put a QR code in for everyone yeah, in the story so, we can so they can go it. right to it. I know. That, there's a Bible like that now. Is there? That, that there's 1,500 videos connected to QR codes throughout the scriptures. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. I, you know, that's one of those things that uh, probably would make a pretty good addition to a book. I think that, well, for, for your second edition, after yeah. you sell out of the first yeah, one. Yeah. So Finding yeah. Joy Beyond, why are you laughing like that? Findingjoybeyondtheheadlines.com. Yeah. Get a copy of this book. Are you willing to give away one today on the air? We can give one away. Yeah. All right. All right. So call the studio line if you want to get a copy of Bobby Lewis's book, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. That's 866-713-9675. All right, Bobby, how hard was it to pick 28 stories out of the hundreds yeah. and hundreds that you've done? I get that you've question done, a lot. Huh? Well, it's a, it's a valid question. You do a lot of, you get to do the fun stuff every yeah. day. Well, four stories every week for the whole year, you know, that's hundreds and hundreds of stories over four years. So it was hard to pare them down, but I, I prayed about this a lot. It wasn't just let's throw a dart against the wall and see which person's name I hit and then where can I plug them in. It, I really wanted to make sure that these stories were not only um, inspirational, but spiritual. I wanted them to connect to these attributes, these biblical principles accurately. Let's do a shout out to the guy from Ambition that died on Veterans Day. Yeah, Donald Nutting, a um, gentleman that I got to meet two years ago, 98-year-old World War II veteran when I met him two years ago, rode his bicycle three hours per day picking up aluminum cans around his neighborhood because he helped build those houses after he exited the war. He, unfortunately, at 100 years old on Sunday, passed away. So we want to give a shout out to him and his family. 
a bronze star and two purple hearts. Just a, an awesome guy. Awesome guy. And he spent every day cleaning up the neighborhood. He did. And yeah. Just an amazing, mm-hmm. amazing story. And that's highlighted in Finding Joy Beyond yep. the Headlines, a book written by Bobby Lewis. I want you to get a copy of this. We'll give away one today on the air. Call the I Work For Him listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. All right, we're talking with Bobby Lewis today. Bobby Lewis is a Channel 10 news reporter extraordinaire. He gets to highlight the great stories that are happening all over Florida. That's WTSP Channel 10 every day at 5.50. Well, four days a week at 5.50. Bobby, when you're not on the air that fifth day, what are you doing on vacation playing golf? What are you doing? I love to play golf, um, but as I said earlier, I've got two kids, so I don't get to play golf that much anymore. I have one hobby. My dad says every time you add a kid, you subtract a hobby, so I don't get to do my one hobby all that much anymore. Uh, but we really do a lot of hanging out Does at home. Does that mean you're not going to have child number three because you don't want to give up your no, one hobby? No, you never know. It would be three, four, five. We'll see. But for now, um, you know, I'll try to sneak in golf as often as possible. But uh, that's, that's my main love is golf. You know, I, I've played a lot of golf in my life, but I do agree with Samuel Clemens. I, or the famous Mark Twain, when he said, golf, a good walk, spoiled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Especially in Florida in the middle of July. Why on God's green earth would you play golf in Florida in the middle of summer? Okay. You've gotten this opportunity to write a book, Bobby yeah. Lewis, mm-hmm. that really is a story about the stories that you highlight on the news four days a week on Channel 10 WTSP. Finding Joy Beyond the Headlines is the name of the book. You can also find it online, findingjoybeyondthehedlines.com. You can get a copy of this book, or you can call into Studio Line. We're giving one away today, 866-713-9675. I want to highlight some of the stories in the book. I don't want to give it all away. you got 28 stories in there. I want to make sure that we just... There's some really cool stuff, some great stories, and, and I just want people to know that there's good stuff going on, that they shouldn't be discouraged from turning on TV news anymore, because on Channel 10 at 5.50 in the afternoon, they can hear you talking about something good. Are you limited to stories only in Florida? Well, yes, and, and I say that because it's a local news station, uh, and so ideally they asked me to do four a week, and so in order to do four a week, you kind of have to turn them around day after day after day, and so the further you get away, the less likely you're going to be able to get the stories done, turn them around for that night. So in a way, I'm limited to uh, the folks in Florida to tell the stories, but that, as I've seen, in no way limits what God can do all over the world. There's good stuff happening right next to you today in your home, whether you live in California or Minnesota or New York or Texas. God is there, and God is with you. You. And so hopefully they're telling those type of good stories in those states, too, on local news. But you just you just never know where I'm going to be day to day. And it's always kind of in that, you know, two, three hour circle around Tampa. The two, three hour window. Yet one time you got to go to Key West. Oh, yeah. Tell that story. I mean, you had to beg. You found out about one good story in Key West. You're like, yeah. hey, boss, can I go to Key West? You're like, seriously, it's an eight hour drive yeah, yeah. each way. Well, you know, if you're going to ask to do a story, hey, Key West isn't so bad. But, uh, yeah, I, I actually went down to uh, Key West looking for some stories, uh, found one of a gentleman who uh, worked at a toll booth, the last toll booth at the state of Florida before you leave Miami and go to the Keys, Card Sound Road. There's a toll booth there, and the gentleman uh, had unfortunately lost his wife, and he was very sad. And he worked uh, at the toll booth, you know, every day. It's just, here's a dollar, here's a dollar. And so one day, this lady came through who also had been heartbroken, and they formed a relationship every day, one dollar at a time, five seconds at a time. And That's after hilarious. A while, yeah, and, and they ended up so getting married. So he starts married. to get to know people yeah. at the toll booth, and yeah. one of them 
ends and, up being, and they end up getting married, which is really cool. So they found love at the toll booth, of like we all do, right? And, and that's you know that's <laughs> so is that the toll booth before you start heading out in the hundred miles going yep. out to Key West? So that was like five one. hours from here. That wasn't all the way out, but you but you went, well, we went all the way down and found a lot of cool stories down there. But you know that gateway before you got to that road, there, there was a really cool story there, and we found a local guy who uh, was from uh, St. Petersburg. He ended up going down there and he started painting cars to uplift people because they were having down days. So he painted their cars these. Uh, rolling pieces of art, which is really neat. Uh, found a guy who was a you know photographer for the Discovery Channel who had been attacked by a blue shark in his backyard, almost died from, you know, he got bitten right in his backyard, blood loss and everything, and he ended up surviving, and that was a cool testimony for him. Uh, a lot of great stories down there, but, uh, you know, there's good ones all over. I, I, I stumble into people every single week. Uh, I'd like to tell them everyone's got a story. You just got to convince them to share it. And uh, and I think Ooh, your story. That's a good. That's a tweetable tweet by Bobby Lewis yeah. right here. Everybody's got a story. You just got to convince them to share it. Well, it's everyone's got some kind of a, a, a deep seated connection to good in their lives because we're made in the image of God, right? right. And so God is the ultimate good, which means there's a little bit of good buried down deep inside you, even though you mess up all day long and you've got constant sin in your life. God's there, which means you have the ability to do something good for someone else today. And so that means everyone's got a good story buried in them somewhere. We just got to pry it out and share it with others to uplift them. And you get to share it every day, well, four days a week on WTSP at 5.50 p.m. Yep. Eastern. But if people miss it, where do they go in order to be able to watch those videos? Because you've got a backlog or that's just a yeah. that one is that a backlog? No, it's all it's just a, a whole a library. A library. That's where thank go, you, yeah. thank you, thank you. A library of hundreds of these. Yeah. Uh, I would ask people to go to WTSP.com. It's the website for Channel 10, and there's a, a features tab. You click on it. There's my name. You can watch all the stories that I've done, and uh, they're in order, which is really cool. And um, we've had a chance to do some really uplifting ones this year. Uh, in fact, uh, I wasn't going to mention it, but now that you did uh, talk about the stories, uh, we're going um, two weeks from Saturday. We're going to Orlando. I got nominated for three Emmys this year. So we're going to go to the Emmy Awards ceremony where hopefully those people's stories win awards so we can call them up and say, listen, your story impacted so many people's lives. It was awarded at the Emmy Awards Gala, and uh, you, you just are now an Emmy Award-winning story, which is a really cool thing to call and tell people that your story helped so many others. That's fantastic. So does Jocelyn like those events? Yes. Yeah. It's as, as a homeschool mom, she loves any opportunity to go somewhere where there's no crayons at the dinner table. So we, we love to take her out to those events where she can put on <laughs> nice clothes and uh, not worry about, you know, they you know, got the red carpet event with lots of photo- lots yeah. of photographers there taking your pictures. Oh, so you yeah. get to buy her a new dress every time you get every nominated. Every time. Yeah. That's I think that's what she likes the most. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I like that. So if anybody would like to sponsor Jocelyn's Dress, yes. uh, you can uh, get a hold of Bobby Lewis on the website. <laughs> hey, how about uh, findingjoybeyondtheheadlines.com? You can just mm-hmm. contact him on there. Okay, let's talk about some of these stories Please. because you got yeah. some great stories. Let's go to the ambition category, your ambition uh, section of the book. Yeah. You wrote a story about peanut butter and jelly. I did, yeah. Everyone's Which favorite fa- sandwich. It's my favorite. Well, it's my favorite sandwich, but I add dill pickles and salami, and that makes it even more perfect. Well, that sounds terrible, but I think that the uh, regular peanut butter and jelly, where you uh, you just do the bread, crunchy or creamy, it doesn't matter. Okay. I, either way, I, I I prefer crunchy. But there's a guy in uh, in the Pinellas Park area here. His name is Mike Abramowitz. Really cool guy. He uh, decided with his buddies that he was going to get together one day a week, actually one day a month uh, on a Sunday. They were going to come in and they were going to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And they're going to go hand them out to homeless folks in the area because he found out that there were tons and tons of homeless folks living in Pinellas County here. And that didn't sit well with him. You know, he's someone who's about his community, wants his community to thrive. And he felt like it wasn't going to happen if there were people who were facing homelessness and were hungry and didn't have any support from their neighbors in the community. And so it started very small, 2015. 
they got together, did a couple of sandwiches, came back a month later, did a few more. They recruited some friends. They came back and helped the next month and the next month. And now a couple of years in, they've made over 70,000 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and handed them out to the homeless folks in this area. Incredible ambition for a guy to want to help his neighbors in the beginning. Just just a couple of sandwiches here or there has grown into 70,000 sandwiches for homeless folks. We actually partner with them on the website. So anyone that uses the promo code on the website will donate a dollar to them that buys 10 meals. So it buys 10 sandwiches for folks, whoever buys the book. So it's really a neat partnership. And uh, he's a guy that really is living out that hands and feet of Jesus. You got to bring your kids and your wife with you when you went to that one. I did, yeah. What, what did they think about that? Because did they get to help? The, I mean, your son was probably too young, he but your daughter, little, yeah. your daughter was available. Did she get to help put peanut butter on or jelly on or what? Yeah, she did. You know, I, I don't always take them with me because... But it was most, on a Sunday or it something. It was a Sunday morning, yeah. so I could that day. And, and I don't always have the opportunity, but for something case, like boss that... boss is listening. He did it because it was enhancing the story. Don't worry about that's it. That's right. That's right. Yes. Um, she didn't hold the camera. She just held the, the peanut butter. But she went because I felt like it was important for her to know that church is not a building. Mm. Uh, church is not a place where you go and you sit for an hour on Sunday. You do your coloring book. They give you a lollipop. You go home. That's not church. Church is community. You know, Jesus says, I'm going to come and build my church. And the, he didn't mention a building. He said, I'm going to build a community of people. I picked 12 people to start this thing, and it's your job to continue this thing and grow it. And so when Mike gets together on Sundays with his friends and they make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to give away, that is exactly what we're called to do as the church, to be church, not go to church. So right. I wanted my kids to see that. That was your greatest line in that chapter was your kids got, instead of going to see church, they got to go to church. They got to actually, yeah. no, they got to see church instead of go to church they yeah. got to experience it it was fantastic all right so then we head off to jacksonville for a story yeah i mean it's not about snow cones but it's about snowballs tell yeah. us about that very uh different thing apparently i did not know this but uh you know i grew up here in florida and you know you go to the beach you got a snow cone stand they make snow cones apparently snowballs are a totally different thing and this woman i met abby vega is her name she lives Ponte Vedra beach uh she decided she was going to open uh or give up her business she was this corner office high executive made all kinds of money you know very successful in business she gave it all up to do a snow a snowball snow cone truck you almost said snow cone I almost snowball yes yeah, snowball it's the difference truck. between shaved and crushed ice isn't it yeah it's basically the form of it and yeah. it, you did different toppings and everything but she decided to give it all up drive the bus to, to chase true happiness essentially and uh she ended up you know changing the lives of people who you know all they did was smile when she rolled up and you know she didn't get that in her corner office job before she made sure that she gave a year of her life to trying to pursue happiness and she found true joy out of it but there was a special snowball that she delivered mm -hmm. in a place where somebody was at a really dark spot can you tell yeah, us that quick there, there was a gentleman who was in a correctional facility he was doing drug rehab and uh, you know he just had a lot of bad things going on in his life parents called and said please go visit him on his birthday she drove five hours gave him a snow cone made her life it was awesome that's amazing. Lots more with Bobby Lewis. He's the on-the-road reporter from WTSP Channel 10 right here in Tampa Bay. You can listen to him anywhere. If you got, I mean, they can go out to your the WTSP uh, Channel 10 website, and they can watch all these on-the-road segments any, from anywhere in the country, right? Yeah, anywhere, all over the world. So the website is what? It is WTSP.com for the TV stories. You want to check out the book, FindingJoyBeyondTheHeadlines.com.
All right, and but we don't have a way to. So when they go to Finding Joy Behind the Headlines, that doesn't connect them to no, their videos. They're, they're separate. No, no. Right. But the, you can go on the website for the book, and it actually has a link for the people in the book that aired nice. on television. Do you want to see all the stories? That's on the TV station. It's book. the on the road segment with Bobby Lewis, and Bobby Lewis is a Jesus follower who gets to do the funnest job. Yes, I just said funnest on Very air. Funnest. The funnest job on television news <laughs> in the country. Are there any other guys like you in, around the country getting to do what you get to do? Highlighting. Good I hope stuff? so. I, I don't know uh, if there are any directly. I haven't had a lot of conversations with other reporters, but I certainly hope there are people looking for joy all around us. I, I really hope that's the case in every city. Let's, hi- let's highlight a couple more of these stories. Yeah. Let's, let's go to Indian Rocks Beach. You yep. highlight a story from my hometown, one that I've experienced. Tell You've us seen Ken Decker. I have. All right. Ken Decker is a guy who served in the military, uh, lost some friends in battle. Uh, someone who, you know, has seen a lot of things that we, you would consider to be uh, disappointing, but instead he goes throughout his night uh, every single night goes to the beach and plays taps for all of his friends who have passed away and never made it home. He felt such guilt that he made it home and his friends didn't. He wanted to honor them in that way. What a great guy! Uh, if you go anywhere near Indian Rocks Beach, sunset time, you make your way out there, you'll see him playing his. Bugle. And it's usually between Fifth and Seventh Avenue on Indian Rocks Beach, and mm-hmm. it's right at sunset. Yep. And you will see him surrounded by a crowd of people, and everybody is dead silent, silent. waiting for him to play it, and he plays it. And it is emotional. I mean, it brings a tear every time we sit and watch. I mean, it is it is an emotional time. Have you and you've been uh, out and you've seen it? I have. It? Yeah, it's twenty four notes every twenty four hours, and he does it out of love for the people that never made it home. It's amazing, right here in our a town and it, in it in, in our hometown, a place where I live. Okay, yeah. so then let's jump to uh, what can Brown do for you? UPS, right? Yeah. That's not even the logo or the slogan they use anymore. But to me, no, it but fits. it was their best one. It was, and it fits because they had two guys. I was able to meet them, best buddies, met each other, and worked together for twenty five years. They met each other in the loading dock the as loading young dock. guys. Yeah, and over the course of their life, you got married, had kids, and they had less time to spend together. And then one day, one of them ends up being diagnosed with renal kidney failure. He's going to die. He can't find a match. No family. No friends. Nothing. And so his best buddy from twenty five years ago, on a whim, says, "I'll go get checked." My wife ended up saving her best friend, so let me check it out myself. And he also was able to save. He's a perfect match for his best friend. So now between that couple, they have two total kidneys because they saved two of their best friends. It was a really cool story. It was a cool story. It was very emotional. And it was. Uh, I just love the fact that they met in the loading dock. Yep. A supposed random connection. Yep. Random. By huh? God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they were throwing boxes together. Yep. Well, I'm sure placing them nicely, lightly yeah. on the... Uh, gingerly. Yes. Yeah, gingerly. Yes. <laughs> yes. On the conveyor belt. Yep. All right. What about give that man... A truck. I, this story, I was astounded because it wasn't just a story about one incredible guy, but it was a yep. story about his story touched other people yeah. who then touched dozens of other people to touch back to that one guy. Yeah, give that man a truck is John Joyce. Uh, he's 83-year-old guy when I met him. He was uh, showing up to mow lawns in St. Petersburg. And one day, the homeowner showed up and saw, well, "How did? where's your truck? What happened? He goes, oh, well, my truck actually broke down a couple of months ago. I've been walking to your house five miles every day to mow your lawn. And the homeowner was just astounded. He said, why, why would you do that? And he says, well, you hired me to mow your lawn. So I'm going to show up to mow your lawn. What incredible dedication. And so the homeowner said, I'm going to get my friends and family. We're going to come together and help you. We did a TV story on it. Two days later, the guy had $13,000 of donations from the community. They were able to buy him a brand new truck so he could go back and forth and continue to bless people with his work. I can't imagine because the guy was driving an old F-150. Oh, it broke down. The mechanic busted it even more. It, it was a mess. Yeah. And you guys were able to get him, what was it, like a Nissan Frontier yeah, or something? brand new looking car. Yeah, and it was all the community that saw the story and was touched by it enough to say, I'm going to dig money out of my own wallet to help this guy I saw on TV. I don't even know him. 
but he's working so hard to please others, and he's being a blessing to them. He was working so hard to do what he committed to do. Yeah. He made yeah. a commitment to mow that guy's lawn. And he, he was, was lawn mowing, and he did it. Mm-hmm. Pushing a lawnmower five miles. I'm, I was in the heat. I was trying to figure out how did the wheels stay on the lawnmower. Because, Good question. <laughs> because after that much time in the middle of summer, those wheels just start. The wheels don't go around and around anymore. Just no. like you know, the wheels on a bus, they go around, but on yep. the lawnmower, they're going to fall off. He, he is a great guy, and he's got his truck. He's still mowing lawns. Mm, that's yep. very, very cool. All right, perhaps one of the most emotional stories in your book mm-hmm. is the last one I'll highlight today. Eric loves Vanna. Yeah, Eric Pyburn, uh, probably. No, not, not probably. Definitely the most inspirational kid I've met in my life. Uh, Eric Pyburn was born with a, a problem with his heart and his lungs, and they were connected. He needed a heart and double lung transplant from the moment he was born. Doctors said to his parents, don't bother getting him a first birthday cake. He's not going to need it. He's going to die sometime in the next few months. He'll celebrate his 11th birthday next month. Now, he's still old enough or still sick enough that he can't go to school like other kids traditionally, so they had to homeschool him. And mom used the Wheel of Fortune TV show to teach him letters and numbers and math, and so he fell in love with Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Well, we at the TV station were able to... There are many people that have said that about Vanna, not about Pat, but you know. Yeah, Vanna's cuter than Pat. Uh, So we got a chance to introduce him to Vanna White. I got to go with them and say, hey, Eric, meet Vanna. Vanna, meet Eric. And they formed this great bond, and it helped him persevere through his medical struggles because every night he gets to watch his friend on TV and watch Vanna White. She actually wrote an endorsement for the book. She's in the first page. She endorsed the book because of what... Eric meant to her. He's so special to her. So okay, but Bobby, you're so humble because that was. I mean, you, you told it. What you arranged yeah. was for Eric to come into the WTSP Channel 10 News Studio, yep. and you had arranged Pat Sajak and Vanna yeah. White to yeah. be on the TV for him to be able to interview, to be face to face with yep. them in the studio. I've so never not just heard to, just, <laughs> not just to meet him, but he got to be in a news studio yep. too. I never heard a child shriek so loudly <laughs> when we showed him Vanna. It was it was this great three or four minutes of just raw emotional you know human nature where you got to see a kid beam with joy because this is this is like his you know it's his superman it's his, and, it's and his wonder woman absolutely yeah, this is someone that he idolized for better lack of a better word he just loved this woman so much and uh to be able to meet her that way and for us to be a part of it that was awesome we he won an emmy award and i gave him the trophy and it sits in his house tonight did you get a chance to record when he was meeting vanna oh, and yeah. pat so you oh, got to yeah. record that i don't know how that stuff works in a tv studio but yeah it, we recorded it it was picked up nationally by multiple places aired all over the country uh his story got shared with a lot of people he's a very inspirational kid martha if you're listening we've been missing out channel 10 news 5:50 in the afternoon we could have been listening to bobby lewis do this on the road segment we might need to get cable again that's right. <laughs> Actually, we might be able to get it with our digital antenna. So, you know, today we're talking with Bobby Lewis, Channel 10 news reporter right here in Tampa Bay, which you can check him out online at WTSP, you said, dot com, right? Correct. Yep. And on the road segment, just look at Bobby Lewis and you can listen to all the, the library of videos he's been doing of the of really finding joy beyond the headlines, which is the topic of his book, yep. which you can find online, findingjoybeyondtheheadlines.com. Bobby, I want to go. We just have a few minutes left. Yeah, you did this whole. So you're you're highlighting other people's stories, but I, I like to say are you also put in this other part in the in the book. It's like wisdom by Bobby. Okay, <laughs> you know, because on page one thirty two, this is a wisdom by Bobby segment. Bobby on money. You say we tend to misuse money. The Bible says money is the root of all types of evil. Money's neutral. It's either good or evil. It's just like any other tool. Planes can be crashed into buildings or used to transport missionaries. Knives can be can murder or slice wedding cake. Fire can carry out arson or roast s'mores. 
A tool can is only as lethal or as helpful as its manipulator. That means how we use money is important. You went on to say lots more things, but you said he, God knows if we're faithful, if we learn to live faithful with a little, we'll become even more faithful with a lot. Bobby on money. Yeah, I think that uh, you, you summed it up there with some of those words. I think that we have all been given a sphere of influence. And the way that we use money, the way that we use time, the way that we use, uh, you know, relationships, all of those things can be used for God's glory. And if we're using things like money properly, the little things that we have in our lives, God is going to open that floodgate when you prove yourself to be worthy with what you have. I think it's worked for me in TV. I, I did a couple of stories here or there, and it's worked, and it's highlighted people. And so the floodgates have opened to where I meet people every single day that are faithful with a little, and God gives them a lot. I, it's one of my favorite parts of, of the book is that section you just read. All right. How about Bobby on hardships? On, on page 109, you wrote, we can block blessing if we try to handle hardships on our own. I forgot God was there. I forgot that God blessed me with the job opportunity I'd waited on for years. I was too busy worrying to see it. Tell us that story. Yeah. Uh, God uh, kind of opened my eyes a little bit. I, I tried to take things into my own hands, uh, trying to get the job that I needed, the job that I wanted, trying to, to get into the position where I was making things work for myself. But I found, looking back on it, that God had something better for me. He was lining things up, connecting the dots in a way that really fulfilled what Isaiah 55, verse 8, my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are higher than your ways. If we let God script out our future, we will never be disappointed by our past. Just in the last 20 seconds of the show today, talk to people about why they should consider being part of the media today. Be a part of the media because you can make a difference. we got a voice, and it's powerful. Words are so influential, and they can be used to cut or they can be used to cure. And I think that we have the opportunity to share uplifting stories and remind people that God is in front of you right now today. We should take advantage of that. Bobby Lewis, thanks for being on I Work For Him today. Thanks for having me, man. Check him out online, findingjoybeyondtheheadlines.com, findingjoybeyondtheheadlines.com. And four days a week on WTSP Channel 10 News at 5.50 in the afternoon. That's WTSP Channel 10 News. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field, but ultimately, that's right, ultimately, I work for him.